You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Al Dukes here with uh, the Eddie Scazzeri with no Jerry Recco today. Jerry will be back Monday. Good afternoon, Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, podcast people. I got a, a quick question from uh, Nicole, who's a big yes. Uh, listener. Yes. She wanted to know um, how you got into college football. I thought it was a good question because around here, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I guess because we don't really have uh, a dominant college football team. Right. Right. That it wasn't very popular here for whatever reason. Right. But you was, love it. It was, uh, you know, around here, it's Army and Rutgers. Yes. Which are, you know, Army used to be a power back in the 40s. but uh, And I think Rutgers is getting better now. But they went through a period in the early 2000s under Shiano the first time. But like prior to like the 1980s. No, no, like, but, I don't remember being into Rutgers. I, I think it was, it was, for me, it was in the mid to late 90s and i got used to love when mike and chris did their football picks on a a friday and they also did a college segment also which was sometimes half hour or so and they would go through all the big games of the weekend they would play the fight songs and instead of nfl music for that and i just was like you know i got kind of intrigued by that and then I just started wa- watching College Game Day. And other than Mike and Chris, the rest of the radio station really didn't talk college football at all. So I think in part it was because I was surrounded by everything else and Mets and Giants and Jets and all that. And no real college football except for that one segment each week with Mike and Chris that I I think that was part of the reason I went to it is because it wasn't something I was getting every day. And then once I started watching College Game Day and Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler and all that, I just really got into it. And I used to like to see, you know, who was left unbeaten and all this stuff, and it just kind of became an obsession from there. But you don't have a favorite team. She was asking that as well. I do not because, again, it wasn't anything I grew up with, didn't have any allegiances. Uh, My college team was – they're – just now Division One AA or whatever, FCS they call it now, uh, Stony Brook. And, uh, yeah, and the teams around here, Rutgers and Army, not, nothing to write home about. And I just love the whole squad. I don't really have a favorite team. I root against the teams that are really good for now, and then I root for, root for the teams that are sort of in a down 
cycle to get better, but that's about it. Yeah, I tried like in when I was working down in Tampa in Florida. Huge. It's huge, like FSU and uh, University of Florida. And Miami. Yeah, but what was weird in the Tampa area, Miami wasn't that popular. Mm -hmm. It was FSU and Florida. Mm -hmm. Those are like the... And, and it looked so like so much fun, full stadiums, huge rivalries. I just couldn't get into it because I, I didn't know the players or I don't know. I just and couldn't. South Florida, I think it had just begun. It was just, yeah, in my later years there. Because it had just begun. Tampa. Yeah, but they were not a factor in the first and couple I think of years. they play at Raymond James now. Yeah, now, now it's, it became a much bigger program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, cause Leroy Selman, the former buck was involved with that when it was first starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. They came and they rose pretty quickly. They're been struggling lately, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, football is king down in the South college football. Yeah. Anytime I hear, uh, watching an NFL game and they put up and they'll be like a USF or university of South Florida. I was like, Oh wow. Look, they're, they're, they started pumping out professional players. And, and I would like to, you know, bucket list things. I would like to go to the world's uh, largest outdoor cocktail party. That's Florida, Georgia? That's correct. And where where is that party at? That's in Jacksonville. Oh, that's when they play uh, yes. in Jacksonville. Okay. Because it's roughly halfway between like the two campuses, yeah. I guess. Because I'm not sure how far Gainesville is, how far south Gainesville is. of From Georgia? From Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's relatively close. It's okay. not bad, yeah. So it's a longer drive from from Athens, uh, Georgia. Yes, but and then there's the Florida Georgia line is a, a that's a band, band country music band. Yep. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. All right, uh, here's an interesting story that I saw, and I, I I always had this question if this were possible, and I guess it is possible as this story tells us. A 19 year old Brazilian woman gave birth to twins. Nine months after having sex with two men on the same day. Hmm. As their first birthdays arrived, she began having doubts over who their father was, so she took a paternity test. They had two different fathers. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, I can see how that's possible. And how uh, Geraldo or Jerry Springer never got a hold of this, or Maury. Well, you was, are the father. Yeah, that's what you would call fraternal twins. Yeah. Usually it's sperm from the same dude. But hey, if, uh, you know, hey, God bless. This is what this woman says. I remember she, so she, she, she had the, the, the father of the twins. She had a DNA test result. Mm-hmm. And when it came back, the father was only one of the twins. So she says, quote, I remember that I had sex with another man and called him to take the test, which was positive, the mom says. I was surprised with the results. I didn't know this could happen. Yeah, well, it turns out it can happen. Yeah, turns out. Turns out. Uh, the doctor says it is possible to happen when two eggs from the same mother are fertilized by different men. Mm-hmm. The babies share the mother's genetic material, but they grow in different placentas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twins are right now 16 months old, and uh, one of the fathers and the mother takes care of them. Oh, so he's involved. So that's nice. The one father's involved, and he, when they were taking a DNA tests, he fed, that's when he found out he was only a father. I wonder if he treats that twin better. Well, here's the thing. Like, if 
everybody is smart about it. Yeah. You don't know which one. Oh, okay. But I think they do, like she knows. Well, how would you, unless, you know, it's a physical resemblance that is so strong. Yeah. You know, you would just say one of them. You don't know, like, how they move around in the birth canal before they're born. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. You are the father. Of one of us. Of one baby. Yeah. I always wondered if that, like, I was like, why doesn't Geraldo do a show on that? And people are like, I don't think that's uh, possible to do. So this was pregnant. recent. Yeah. They're only 16 months old. Yeah. Mm. I like how she goes, I kind of remember having sex with another. You're yeah. Just are remembering this? Yeah. On the same day? Yeah, it was a good day, I guess. And clearly not using condoms. No, no. Or they're using very crappy condoms. Yeah, really bad ones with large holes in them. <laughs> They say about those lambskin condoms that the um, the sperm can penetrate the lambskin, but VD can. Interesting. Yeah. So they say those lambskin condoms, I guess they feel nicer, but they're protective against pregnancy, but not STDs. Yeah, I, be I careful with those. tried one way back. You and, tried on a lambskin condom? You know, well, used one. You did. Uh, you know, back when, you know, this was decades ago, right? <laughs> I still had wore condoms. You actually um, killed the lamb yourself. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it not, uh, not for me. What was for, the difference? I just, it was a weird, it was, you know, it just felt weird. To was me. it loose fitting? A little bit. Yeah. And just like the texture was not, not for me. I prefer the old latex. I always wonder when they come out, like now there are so many options for condoms. Like, when they come out with the, like, they'll go super thin. This is, like, the super thinnest condom we offer. Why wouldn't everyone want the super thinnest condom? Yeah, right. Why would you go for the, here's a, a bulky, uncomfortable one, <laughs> and you'll feel nothing. <laughs> I used to remember, like, there was the, tr- well, I worked in drug fair in Edison, mm-hmm. Oak Tree Road. It's yes. not there anymore. The whole building's knocked down. But I was always intrigued by the condom area because I was not involved. Mm-hmm. But... The most basic Trojan condom came in the red box. That was just a condom. Yeah. And right? I remember a yellow one, a gold yeah, one. Yeah, the gold one was ribbed for her pleasure. Yes. The turquoise one was uh, uh, lubed with a reservoir tip. Yes. Now they have so many. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a crazy amount. And then they had... Out of all that they had, Trojans was their main brand. Then they had, like, Ramsey's was a yeah, brand. Yeah, I remember that one. Then they had one little package for the lambskin. Yeah. Right? That's like, a lambskin? What's going on over here? Yeah. There was Ramsey's. Do you remember any other brands? No. I, do, I, I use Trojans. I Trojans. I felt like Trojans was the the brand to be. That was, like, the respected brand yeah, that you thought was safe. sounds massive. Trojans. I've got my Trojans. You didn't keep one in your wallet, though, did you? Uh, yeah, probably did. You did, because they say that the friction sometimes, if you keep a condom in your wallet, the friction can burn little holes. Yeah, I'm sure it could. <laughs> Guess better than nothing, though, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Better than nothing. So you haven't worn a condom in years. No, yeah, it's been since... The Reagan gosh, administration. 90s? The 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Yeah. But you tried your lambskin, then yeah. I used to find like uh, like those red condom boxes in the woods. Yeah, and sometimes Just you'll tossed. still see a used one occasionally on the ground at different 
sort of places. In New York City, mostly. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw one in Roosevelt Park. Not really? Long ago. Yeah. A used condo? Uh-huh. In one of the uh, little used parking lots. Oh, no. Because so, sometimes when we, we take the dogs to the park, we'll go up to this other... This, it used to be a through road. Now it's a dead end. Yeah. And, and uh, it's little used. And but it allows for like a very long walk around basically the whole park, so sometimes we'll we'll do that. I I saw one there. How would you back in the day when you would use them? How would you dispose of them? Oh gosh, I don't remember, but I I did not throw them out on the ground. You didn't throw them out the window. You know, whatever I did. Would you flush them or just throw them in the garbage? Uh, it depends on where we were. I think. Yeah. You know. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't have a clear memory of that part of the events, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but I know I didn't throw them out the window for sure. That you know, yes. you're not a, you're not a litterer. No, no. Plus, who knows if somebody, well, if there was a crime committed in that, there you go, and they pick up your DNA, now, they'll be like, I just done. flung that out the window. Yeah. Mm, we don't know about that, right? I used to. I would, uh, I would empty it in the toilet. Interesting, and flush that. And then I would tie it up and throw it in the garbage. Interesting. Yeah. You didn't put it in the freezer then. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. No. I was nervous that, uh, think about how crazy this thought is. I was nervous that if, I didn't ever like the idea of flushing them down the toilet. That's not good for the sewer systems. Nor for your drinking water. But I thought. If I just tie it up with stuff inside there, that could be used to get for a pregnancy. Like, imagine a woman really wanted my baby, and then I leave, and then she takes it out of the uh, garbage. I, I uh, well, they would have to do it pretty quick, <laughs> right? Because they'll die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was. That's real. That's uh, yeah. That's a bit paranoid. Yeah, <laughs> a woman be so desperate for my baby. Right. Imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I would do. Interesting. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This was a random thought I had. Okay. Mainly it came up because of the Timmy Trumpet guy yes. playing at City Field. With Seinfeld's reaction. And it came up with Seinfeld's reaction. The trumpet to me looks like an easy instrument. It's only got three buttons. Yeah. Well, I I I kn- I didn't know that that yeah. only has the three. Well, I googled it because I was like, I really feel like that only has like three buttons. It only has those three things. But also, I think the uh, that's like you have to develop that yeah. lung stuff to do that. Not only the lung stuff, but evidently the lip. I was doing some investigation into this. Like maybe I'll take up the horn or the trumpet. It's very irritable to your lips when you're first starting. Oh, I'm it. sure. Like you could blow out your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Imagine blowing out your lips playing the trumpet. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't because I wouldn't try. But yeah, I can see how that could 
be a problem. Uh, so I Googled, is it easy to learn the trumpet? And no, it's not. I'm sure it's not. No. Like it's a complicated instrument. Well, I mean, you, how long have you been fussing with the piano? Well, that has 88 keys. This is like the, the this is just like. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And well, on the guitar, you tried that. That is impossible. I don't understand how people play that. Although the piano, even though it has 88 keys, it really only has that, like each section's the same, just a lower key. Right. So you have like mm-hmm. C, D, E, F, G, A, B. And then another C D E F G A B. So it's it's broken up. It's like when people look at the radio board. Yes. And they're like, holy cow, how do you run all this? And then it's like, well, each individual thing is just one thing. All right. And and most of the time I'm ignoring ninety percent of the buttons. Yeah. If not more. Right. Just like a piano, you're yeah, ignoring. I, I, they're all set where they should be, and then I don't have to look at them right. anymore. So but it is more it is intimidating if you have no idea what you're looking Very at. Very intimidating. That's a, even even having been around and worked radio boards. When I see some sort of documentary where someone's in a, a music studio producing music, mm-hmm. those boards are oh, ginormous, that, those are crazy. Yeah, multi tracks and all that stuff. Yeah, multi tracks, and then they're like isolating different things. Each, I guess, though, if you look at it, is each thing on a board, a sliding board, a music board, audio board. Each thing is just an individual item, right? Yeah. So yes. if you look at a room of musical instruments, there might be three guitars, a bass, a piano, five microphones. Each one of those gets its own slider. Yes. So then it's not as complicated. But Correct. then within those sliders, when they have all those buttons. Yeah. Well, and in for in those cases with music and like high level audio stuff, they are tweaking the, the yes. different treble and bass and all that stuff. Yeah. Which you know, panning I, to the left, to the yeah, right, beyond me. Then I looked at the trombone. That has no buttons. That just has that slider. And that controls the whole, all yeah. the notes. Well, your lips again, huh. your lungs, and then the... And then how many does the saxophone have? I didn't look at that one. That seemed to read, like that seemed too much to me, the saxophone. Mm-hmm. But the only because I used to watch the close-ups of like Clarence Clemens playing it, it looked like a, and a lot. How many a bugle seems even simpler. Yeah, I don't think a bugle has... Maybe two? Maybe. Maybe three. I I don't know. But it's a smaller horn. Yeah. And, of course, there's the French horn, which I think is much more complicated. Yeah, that looks... Even just the way it's twisted looks complicated. That looks like it has more things. So, I I don't know. I would love to try the trumpet. Yeah, I think you would find, like, it's a lot harder to to make any sound than than you think. Yeah, so a couple years ago, it was maybe many years ago now, Gary from Howard Stern Show, Baba Bowie, he played a trumpet when he was a kid. So they had him bring his trumpet in, and he could not make it do anything Hmm. other than, like, really bad noises. And he had previously knew how to do it, right, even as a kid. And he couldn't figure it out now. And how many years was later was this? Well, this was probably only probably seven to ten, maybe, maybe a little longer than ten years ago. That's probably no, much no. Longer. But how long did, had it been? I don't know. Him? I think when he was a little kid, he he took lessons. It could be thirty years. Yeah, but I remember they made him. And then Fred used to have just a drop of Gary playing the trumpet poorly, <laughs> and anytime they'd be playing music coming back from break, sometimes they'd play Gary's trumpet in the middle of a song. And they had Gary play with James Brown one time. They made him play the trumpet. <laughs> he was just having to go. Wah. 
This was the back in the K Rock days. Yeah, I think that's back in the K Rock mm-hmm. days. So, those are called brass instruments. Yes, woodwinds, the flute, and the. I guess I don't know what else. Would Clarinet. Be. Okay. A woodwind. Sure. Yeah. And then, string instruments. Mm-hmm. Piano considered a string in- instrument because it has that's a good. That's a because it ha- does have strings. Yeah, and that's a real piano. The sound. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. You can do like on these keyboards now. And percussion, right? The other percussion is like drums. Mm-hmm. You can have like you can set the keyboard sound up to be horns, and then if you know the individual notes, like the C D E, the keys mm-hmm. on the keyboard, if you put it into like a horn sound, you can make you can make it sound like you know what you're doing, but that's not really playing the horn. No, no, that's all the you know. It's like a Casio situation. Yeah, because you're not blowing into it. No, where you could blow your lips off. No, yeah. I done blowed my lips right off of this with this uh, French horn. I'm gonna Google that when I go home later. I'm gonna Google uh, horn injury, trumpet injuries, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. I guarantee you, I see lips all blown out. Mm-hmm. And with the harmonic, I guess that would be a, a woodwind. Yeah, I did pick up a harmonica, and. Tried to learn to play it. It was not as difficult as you think. Really? Yeah. Like I, I bought one in the in a guitar center one day. They were like fifteen dollars. I was like, I'm gonna try this, see how difficult it is. Because again, it doesn't have a lot of holes that no. you, you're plugging holes. And I will tell you that I went on to YouTube and looked at Piano Man, and someone was teaching you how to play it. I, I, I know I could do it if I took time. Like it was not, you were. It was recognizable even the first couple times trying it, but blowing. But then you got to be careful with that one. Is there's a lot of little holes. Yes, and you only blow into certain ones. Yeah, how does that work? There's so... And your lips are all over the whole thing. Right. Yeah, and then you have to do the where you cup your hand yeah, around. You go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blues traveler guy has yeah. some more intricate than. I'm impressed by like. You see Dylan do it, uh, Neil Young and Bruce Springsteen, where they're playing the guitar and mm-hmm. the harmonica at the same time with that. Th- the, on a mount. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's You're impressive. strumming, blowing, and right. then in between singing. Very impressive. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let's do the warm-up program. I yes. did that with CeeLo. Now, tomorrow's Friday, and it's a football Friday. Cool First games. one. Bad news for you. Uh, we do have NFL picks this season. Yep, yep. That's yeah. a staple. Uh, evidently, it's a WFAN staple. Football picks. Well, and just a sports radio yeah. staple. You and I are not fans of the football no, picks. No, the pick segment we think has was, you know, played out what Please. fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's played and out, and yet it still happens. Yeah, at every radio station, every show. But strangely, people do call sometimes and be like, did they yeah. do their picks yet? Yeah. People I, I, love to get opinions on picks. So maybe it's you and I who are Maybe. Wrong. Maybe. Yeah. And if if I'm wrong, send me to jail. I know it's not wrong. Cool games. That will do tomorrow. Yes, we will. All right, Eddie. You take it away. See you. Oh!